continuing on Psalm 37 today, verse 37. Psalm 37, verse 37. Let's hear now the word of God. Mark the blameless man and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. Amen. So we're presented here with a contrast of futures, aren't we? So we have one future that's peace. Looking ahead, there's peace, there's rest, there's blessedness. And we see we are to take heed. We're to take attention to this man. Mark the blameless because this man has a future, future of peace. But the other future... The future of the transgressors is really no future at all. It's a future of destruction. It's a future that is cut off. See, their life was supposed to continue on, but it was shortened. Their happiness ended. Their hopes blasted away. Their ruins came upon them. And do you ever think, what's my future hold? What's, what's in the future for me? And not just for you, but for your generation, your community, your church. What inheritance will go before you and them? What inheritance will you leave and pass on? Just a few verses ago, Psalm 37 spoke of inheritance. Wait on the Lord and keep his way and he, and he shall exalt you to inherit the land. Because do you know that how you live today, the choices you make affects the future? That may sound obvious. But here in our text, the word is actually posterity. It's the posterity, the future generations of the upright shall have peace. And so what inheritance will you leave, will you give to your children, to your grandchildren? To the brothers and sisters sitting around you now. Because when we speak of inheritance, our minds might quickly go to Proverbs 13. Right? You remember that. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. Amen. And the question is, of course, well, what kind of inheritance? It doesn't really specify. It could be a bad inheritance. But is it an inheritance of gold? Is it an inheritance of land? Is it an inheritance of wisdom? These are all good things, but whenever we speak of inheritance, we must first lay a foundation and remember the inheritance we have in Christ. Remember Ephesians 1, in him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. That's an incredible inheritance. An inheritance by which you did nothing to earn, you did nothing to gain, but it was freely given by the grace and mercy of God yet while you were a sinner against him. That's the inheritance of the upright. That's a future of peace. And that only comes by Christ. And of course, it's by God alone 
that we're given eyes of faith to see and to, know, to even know and receive this truth, right? Just a few verses later in Ephesians 1, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Because we see it's nothing we do. This future that we plan to lay out cannot be done with a self-focused mindset but only unto God and his glory. For that's the only lasting kingdom. His is the only heavenly city. His promises are forever only in him. Therefore, as Colossians exhorts us, whatever you do, work heartily. As for the Lord and not for man, knowing that from the Lord you will receive an inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Jesus. Because that's our life in Christ. It's, It's only Christ that we serve rightly. We are given life, we're redeemed and enabled by the liberty the gospel brings to no longer serve ourselves, but to serve God and others. And we find that it's when we're serving God and others that we're truly blessed. That's when we find joy. That's when we find rest and are at peace. So this is our inheritance that we want to leave, a spiritual inheritance, a future of peace, a trusting in God. And brothers and sisters, you know, this is our time of confession. And I I confess to you, and maybe many of you have experienced this as well, that too often my eyes are looking down. I, I get stressed because I'm focused on that which is temporary. That thing which honestly is not going to make a difference in a year or maybe even a week or a month. I neglect and I look over the eternal lasting things. Because in our pride we can become short-sighted. And if we walk in the flesh and just pursue the things that indulge for a moment, we can neglect the eternal. But what we're called to do is to look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen, right? For the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Now we're getting an understanding of a lasting spiritual inheritance, the future of the upright. So may we lean into this. And it's a question we should ask. I think it's from time to time. What inheritance will you give of the hope of Christ? What inheritance will you give of a joy in the Lord? What inheritance will you pass on of stewardship, of forgiveness, of a hunger for God's word, of a love for the church? What inheritance will you pass on of right Christian thinking, of purity, of worship? of service. Is service something you're rooted in? Not just to be a nice guy, but to be grounded in the gospel because it's in the freedom by which Christ has made us free that we can serve others. What inheritance will you give of generosity and giving? What inheritance will you pass on of thankfulness and gratitude, of humility? Any, any inheritance that we, that we pass on must flow from the inheritance we first have in Christ. This is our only lasting inheritance, reserved and kept in heaven for us. So consider the Christians, the, the Christian and his disciplines. Consider your, your own life. What are my disciplines? How am I loving God through obedience to his truth? What future are you walking in? So we must take heed, brothers and sisters, because the other side of this is that we can leave a very different inheritance, can't we? For your posterity will be affected by the condition of 
our hearts by the bitterness we hold on to, the forgiveness we withhold, sins that we let beset in our life, idle words that are whispered, wastefulness of time, squandering of God's money for our own pleasures, a fascination for the world, a casual devotion to God's church, a dry and infrequent prayer life, a half-hearted pursuit of holiness. The choices and life we live today, generations will know and they will live it. So we must take heed and remember our inheritance in Christ and fix our eyes on the saving gospel. Because this is known to us. We've been given, we've been given the truth of God, haven't we? We're not just clueless and unknown and in the dark. Remember 1 Thessalonians 5. You are not in darkness, brothers. You are children. You are sons of light. Children of the day. For we, we are not of the night or of the darkness. So let us then not sleep as others do, but let us be kept awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, the helmet of hope of our salvation. This is the life we live in Christ. This is the inheritance we pass on. This is the blameless man that we mark, that we observe, because the future of that man is peace. Let us now examine our hearts, brothers and sisters, as we come before the Lord knowing the inheritance we have in Christ and living in joyful, faithful obedience to Him. May this cause us to pause and consider how we walk in this life today and the generations to come. May our spiritual inheritance be one of the peace in God. Let's pray. Father, we come before You and we are amazed by the incredible inheritance You give us in Christ, that we are even called heirs with Christ through the resurrecting work of Jesus Christ to bring us to life, to impart even the righteousness of Christ upon us. Oh, Father, we confess to you that we indeed do not walk in the Spirit, but are tempted to walk in the flesh. Father, we confess this to you. Oh, God, quicken within us this call to see the inheritance we have in Christ so that our life may be fashioned and may pass on to our posterity a future of peace. We take a moment now to confess our sins to God.